Parenting is hard. Few of us feel up to the task. The world is shifting, quickly and dramatically. All of us feel the changes affecting our families. The stress and pressure can be intense. We are here to help sort the good and the bad, provide insight and bring hope. Welcome to Brilliantly Brave Parenting. We're so glad you stopped by. Welcome to Brilliantly Brave Parenting. I am your co-host and partner in crime, Pastor Brad Mathias. Hi, Brad. What's your name? Uh, my name is Robert Beeson. And I'm glad to be here. You're, You're wearing the same hat mm-hmm. that you were in the last episode, and that's not like you. I like this hat. Are you getting fatigued? I am tired. Yeah. I'm getting old, too. So This is true. This is true. Uh, 49 years old. How old are you, Robert? 47. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Robert's going to go back to the line and start over because this is an honest show. How old are you, Robert? This is an honest show. I, you know, I don't remember. Exactly. Mm, there's a better sign. Yeah. Robert is uh, over the line of 50, so his wisdom is deeper and wider <laughs> than mine. Mature Maturity is greater. We there's have a been lot of things. powering through season five. This is our biggest season we've ever done. We have 15 guests uh, mm-hmm. on season five, and this is our last episode of the season. Um, we've so laughed. We've been cried, learning. Right. We've been learning. Learned. We've laughed and cried and sneezed and coughed. Uh but we've been going through these these questions that we've hmm. learned a lot about each other. That's true. And uh, it's been uh, kind of fun. So, Robert, it's your turn. Okay. And I need you to pick. 20. All right. Robert, just pick question 20. This is hilarious. The question is, how do you like your eggs? I crossed that off. Nope. It's not crossed off. Well, with, this was an earlier you sure? Because I asked you that. That's interesting. Okay. So how do I like my eggs? Well, I think I asked you that. Well, I know I asked you that question before, and you said you don't like eggs, and that was a discovery for me because I had no idea I've known you this long. Fine. Know. I'll, I, will, I will give you another question Okay. because you're a fickle person. What was your favorite band 10 years ago? Hmm. And just so uh, you know, it's 2018. Thank you. So 2008? Yeah. Um... That's a good question. I don't. I don't generally like bands. Um, it's not like you're a music producer at all. Well, I mean, I don't. It's just not um, like I make fun of my wife all the time because she loves like um, Third Eye Blind and like I. They just drive me crazy. So I, I would have to go with. Um, uh, oh, I know, Keen. Really? Yes. See, I didn't know that. Yeah. Just like I didn't know you were claustrophobic. That's true. I like Keen. They have a great oh. album, Bend and Break. I mean, they have some amazing hits, and then they just went, and disappeared. You know, I think uh, if I were to answer this, I think the Black Keys. Hmm. We're just coming on the scene. That's a that's a good one. Yeah. All right. Well, it's been a good episode. Ready to wrap it up? Ready to wrap? Okay. <laughs> no, how could we be getting to wrap? We have a great guest well, here. Yeah, I mean, today is sort of like family day a little bit. It is. Um, I, you know, our guest today, we have known for over a decade, if you can believe that. That's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we have a mother and daughter in the studio with us, Aaron and Addie Schneider. Welcome to Brilliantly Brave Parenting. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Do you enjoy being a parent, Addie? You know, 
<laughs> Kids are I'm, difficult. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we have. I, it's so fun to to be here because, um, like Brad said, we've known you guys forever in multitudes of different facets. I mean, they go to right. a church. Addie was a part of a group called the Rubies. We were on tour together. Aaron has been involved in so many aspects. If I'm like acting in our commercials and videos to like, I mean, it's just been really integrated. Stage mom. Stage mom. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah I to... mean, so you guys have been around Christian music, media, television, movies, all of those sort of industry uh, events. And you've kind of, you, Addy, you've kind of grown up in that world. Because like, I think when, when you started with the Rubies, you were 11, 12? Mm -hmm. Yeah, 11. And how old are you today? 16, almost 17. Almost 17. So you're driving, yes. got a license, <laughs> yeah. and you're in high school. Junior. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. That is pretty crazy. I remember, Addie, when we would tour together, she was on the bunk across from me down at the bottom, and she would make fun of me and, like, say, <laughs> snored. And and it was, she was That's just this little to do, girl. That's Robert. Yeah, well, yeah. it is. But she was, she... She was bold. Something about the gummy worms in your... You would catch him eating them because he'd hear yeah. the crinkling This is true. Yes, I couldn't sleep because you <laughs> had I would... gummy bears stuffed in the side of your bed and it'd make... That's crinkling. true. I forgot about that. So that's my that's my weakness. <laughs> gummy bears. No, gummy worms. Gummy worms. There's a oh, huge yeah, yeah, difference. Yeah. I gummy remember worms. you saying that. And Kroger gummy worms, not just that that's the, but she would catch me. She'd bust me like opening, because it's loud. You wouldn't think in a bus, in a bus that's driving down 70 miles an hour that, and there's engine noise or whatever, but for some reason, the gummy worms resonate. And she was tuned in. She yeah, busted me. I turned me. on all my fans on full blast wow. so that I couldn't hear and I still wow. managed to hear. And so it's kind of odd to just be sitting across here. I mean, so much has happened and so proud of you and the things that you've done and, um, and now about ready to embark on a new adventure. Yeah, I think, you know, one of the cool things for parents is to sort of see your kids change right in front of your eyes. And one of the things I want to encourage our audience with is as your kids get older, the relationship changes. And the idea of sort of, you know, keeping them from running out in the street after a ball as a little little person to actually now coming alongside of them as they're about ready to leave the nest, you know, as they're getting into their high school, late high school years, like Addie is, there's a transition. There's a shift between like the super vigilant helicopter parent to more of a coach and, and mentor and, and guide. So I can only guess that that uh, is going on because I don't want to assume that I know that. But for our audience, tell us just kind of how it's been the last few years in high school. How's how's that worked out? Um, so the first year of high school was pretty easy. I thought it was hard at the time, like freshman year. And then I went into sophomore year and it got a little bit harder. And then junior year is just so hard. I hate algebra too so much. I hated it too. <laughs> <laughs> it is so hard. I had a really good tutor for like geometry. Like I'd go to her during study hall. But she knows Algebra 2, but not as well as, like, Geometry and Algebra 1. So I can't really, like, go to her, I guess. But my teacher's not that. Well, I mean, she's good, but she's just so monotone when she talks. So it's, like, really hard for me to understand. That would be the word. Because I don't like Algebra to begin with. But to have a monotone Yeah, if she won the lottery, teacher. she'd be like, I just won the lottery. Like, she wouldn't have any expression. I'm not. <laughs> <It's>... Bueller. <laughs> 
Exactly. Bueller. So, so you're you're embarking on a new adventure now together, mother yes. and daughter. Why don't you guys talk to us about that? Okay, so our group is called Beckon. And where does that come from? <laughs> um, well, she actually kind of came up with the name, so I'll let you say um, that. Okay. Um, I guess the idea behind it was just that um, to be known by God. Like that was kind of the theme that I felt like God would want us to have for our group, um, to be known by him fully, but yet be accepted and loved. Um, just because even as a mother and daughter, you know, we have our ups and our downs and nothing's perfect at all. So, but yet we still love each other and God still loves us and just through the ups and downs. Um, and so I guess I just wanted to extend that to the people that we would sing to. Um, and so the way the word, the name Beckon came from was I was just looking for a word that meant to be known. And it's like a German word, um, Beckent. And I was just looking up different languages and found that word. With the T at the end. Yeah. And then I was like, well, that sounds like the English word Beckon. <laughs> and then I looked... Well, I knew what that meant. I knew that means, you know, to come, mm -hmm. you know, like having someone come closer. Yeah. And so I thought, oh, that's kind of a cool dual meaning, you know, come and be known like all of your stuff. You're, you're good. You're bad. Just let it all be out there and be known by God. And it's okay. He still loves you and he still accepts you. And so that's just, that's kind of the theme behind it. That's awesome. So, as well as launching your new, you know, music and that kind of thing, you guys have an opportunity to to live together, to work together, to develop together. How's that been? Uh, pretty good. We just moved into a new house, and so we, um, it's like a much bigger house than our old one. It's like two times the size as our old one, I think. And so we have like a dedicated music room. Oh, that's nice. And um, yeah, it has like a microphone and stuff. And I've liked practicing a lot more with a microphone versus. In our old house, we just had to do it in, like, the living room and, like, facing our kitchen, and it wasn't that fun. So I've been more willing to practice since we've had the microphone. You can put the little echo effect on it. Nice. Make everything sound better. Yes. She was trying that out the other night at about 1030 at night when my husband and I were in bed, and here's Addie with the heavy reverb <laughs> doing karaoke out in the music room, and we were like, what is happening right now? Yeah, the other day I came home but, from school, and I said my dog's name. I was like, Buck, and it was like, Buck, Buck, and my dog was like looking in the speaker, and he was like <laughs> tilting his head because I wasn't saying anything, but it was my voice coming out of the speaker and echoing a million times. It was so funny. Probably, yeah. you never in a million years would have thought you'd be working with your mom, right? In a group? Mm -hmm. That wasn't kind of part of the plan? She did. Oh, really? Well, no, I used to want to. I never would have thought this would have happened. Um, it's funny because I played piano a lot and have all through them growing up, all my kids. And so I'll just be playing the piano at home. And And one time I made all the kids sing harmonies with each other and we were all like, had a part. My brother was on drums. Yeah. <laughs> Graham was playing. Well, I think he might have been playing guitar, actually. And I was on the keys. And then we all had a part vocally. And we sounded really cool harmonizing, but they were a lot younger. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I want a family band. And then they they just laughed at me. They're like, you're way too old to be in a family band with us, Mom. <laughs> so then now years later, here we are. Here you are. So I always say, just watch what you say. You never know. That's kind of cool. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm I'm sitting here just smiling ear to ear because it's sort of like watching one of your own kids grow up. Mm -hmm. uh, with Addie being in the Rubies and being in the studio and on tour with her, 
uh, watching her mature and become a young lady has been an awesome experience for us. And one of the things that, one of the reasons I asked you to be on the podcast today was this idea that uh, moms and daughters, as they grow and transform and their relationships begin to change, um, there are opportunities, especially for families of faith. And, you know, Aaron, you've been a Christian artist uh, for many years. You've been involved in worship music and have done a couple of independent projects yourself. Um, so I know that those experiences and dreams that God had given you uh, as a young mom may actually be coming into focus now in a different way than you thought. Can you tell the audience a little bit about sort of that journey for you? Yeah, I guess, I mean, years ago before I had kids is when I made some albums just as a solo artist. And um, I honestly, now that my kids are into everything and, you know, some of them do acting and um, singing and just all that kind of stuff, I guess I kind of thought my time was done and I was just meant to be in their business and following them around. And so I never would have dreamed that I would have the opportunity to actually work like alongside one of them. So that's been a huge blessing for me. And the fact that Addie actually wanted to was an even bigger blessing because I thought there's no way she's going to want to sing with me. But it was pretty neat when the opportunity arose, she was actually all for it. So that that was pretty awesome. And it's been fun to just um, grow with Addie because now we're learning to write songs together and where before we kind of each did our own separate things, now we're actually learning how to do that together. And I'm really excited about what might come out of that. So, What's something that you've learned in the process of doing that? Because that is, I mean, it's a pretty big, to create something together <clears throat> is a very intimate, it's a very, I mean, it can be very challenging. And, you know, we all are kind of precious about the th ideas we bring to the table. What have you learned in the process of doing that with your daughter? I've learned that I have to be flexible because she is a night owl and I am not. Like I, when 10 o'clock rolls around, that's pushing it for me. And she's up like happy as can be and ready to just conquer the world at that time. Hmm. So we have really had to learn to both give a little because I'll want her to practice earlier in the evening, maybe when she's not quite at that happy point. And but she knows now that happy point. <laughs> yeah, it's very important to get the happy point, be at the right spot. Um, she's learned that I get to my grumpy point around when she's getting happy. So we've had to meet in the middle and learn when we can practice together. Hmm. So that's been really interesting. I didn't even think we'd have to deal with that. But you know, when you don't write songs together before this, you don't really know that yeah. that's going to be a challenge. So we just had to learn to cooperate with each other and. She loves the microphone being plugged in. So I've learned little tricks to entice her. I'm like, listen to this <laughs> reverb. Just come on. Listen come and to sing. Because yeah, she loves the echoes. So, you know, you learn your little tricks, how to get her to come practice. And Yeah, but pretty soon so. it's going to stop working and I'm going to need gift cards or money or something. Oh, <laughs> yeah. ah, that's <laughs> a subtle hint. To oh, boy. <laughs> that's a subtle hint to the audience out there. Um, Don't fall for it, parents. Well, I mean, so let's keep talking about this this group that you guys are uh, starting. It's a mother-daughter duo. Um, you guys are Christians, but the music itself is, what is it, Americana? Something a little... Kind, yeah, it's like Americana, country. 
Uh-huh. I like country the best. Well, we are in the Nashville area. Yeah, yeah. So, good place to start. Good place to do that, yeah. yeah. So you guys are in the studio, going into the studio, writing songs, recording. Is that something that creates some tension between you, or is it just sort of natural and free-flowing? How does that, how does that dynamic for you two? We actually haven't started, like, recording, recording yet. We've done, like, little demos, I guess. But it's definitely way different from when I was in the Rubies because, like, it was around girls my age when I was in the Rubies. Hmm. And now it's, like, way older, like, uh, with my mom. Uh, <laughs> Just kidding. It's, like, a little older, but. <laughs> <laughs> you way can't older. backtrack from that. <laughs> I was yeah. going to say, I don't think we can edit that out. No, <laughs> no but I like it. Um, it's more, I guess, she knows me better, so. It's... Well, I got to see you guys perform uh, a couple of months ago. Yeah. And I thought it was exceptionally good. <laughs> and I know you've been rehearsing. You've got people that are playing with you in a band. And, um, you know, it's not just you and your mom in the front room of your living room anymore. You're mm-hmm. actually doing some things in a professional way. Uh, how's it felt for you, Addie, to sort of step up into the role of being an equal with your mom creatively? Has that been intimidating for you or have you felt okay with that? Um, kind of, especially when it comes to like the writing songs part, because I don't play an instrument and she has piano. So it's kind of, I, I feel like it'd be easier if she could play an instrument to like find like a style that she likes and then come up with words. But I just have to come up with like a melody on my own without picturing music to it. So, but I, I really like writing songs. I like writing songs in the shower. When I just like with the hearing the echo, <laughs> that's where I wrote my first song. That's right. That's right. <laughs> In the shower, I was babysitting some kids, and right when I put them to sleep, their parents had like this huge shower. So, not gonna lie, I went in it fully clothed with my tennis shoes on still. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't <laughs> just, running. It was well, just okay. The yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, we need to clarify yeah, all these the, details. The water yeah. was not on. <laughs> she and, liked the echo. Yeah, I set my phone up and just came up with like a random melody, and then, um, we came up with, like, a a second part, I guess. Like, my mom and I wrote, like, a second part to it. But we ended up not using that and mixing it with Down to the River, a di- an older song. And so I got to sing, like, the first part of the song that I wrote during our first performance. And that was kind of cool because I've never really, like, written music, I guess. It's kind of... been singing other people's songs. Yeah. yeah. So it was kind of cool to, like, do it. Like, know that I did it all on my own. <laughs> yeah. Because it was a cappella, because I didn't even have music. So it was really just all on my own. Yeah. So that mm-hmm. was cool. I like that. Well, I think it's incredibly brave for you guys to step into this together, knowing there's going to be that mother daughter sort of struggle at some level, uh, and knowing you got to live with each other. No matter how that performance goes or doesn't go or, or how the collaboration's working, that you guys actually are going to, to be seeing each other on a regular basis. Um, do you have any, you know, things that you're afraid of? Anything that you're looking forward to the future and saying, I'm afraid, fill in the blank. Is there anything that's scaring you right now? Mm, I don't think so. I feel like if I was planning on going to college right away after high school, I'd feel like scared to like try to do college and this, but I don't, I mean, I guess I should go to college. I get a pretty good deal on it because my dad works out of college, but, um, but I don't 
really want to even go to college. So mm. it doesn't scare me that much. How about you, Aaron? Anything you're scared of? Um, Her daughter not going to college. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm I'm not really scared of much moving forward with this group just because I believe God's got his hand on it. I think my biggest fear is that Addie won't fully realize just how important she is to this group because she... Hmm. Because I think she could be insecure that maybe she can't write or and she's an amazing writer. So that's kind of my goal is to work with her even more to let her know that she's a huge part of this group and um, that she is very gifted in writing and mm-hmm. um, singing and everything. So yeah. if I had to have a fear, <laughs> that's probably my biggest fear, but. Yeah, I think I, I just want to encourage you. I've watched uh, parents who've gotten involved with their kids in in the music business, quote unquote, and it's it's been a a really really uncomfortable thing for Robert and I at times because we've interacted with parents that were driven and really really controlling and incredibly ambitious, sort of like the soccer parent or the the dad who's sort of living out his dreams through his son playing sports. Yay. I've seen a lot of moms do that with their daughters and in pageants and in dancing and in in music. And what I've observed about you is a really healthy interaction uh, where you're actually uh, willing to let the pace of this be healthy and that you're not pushing and you're not controlling this whole thing. And I think there are moms out there who are, are probably sensing there's something they're supposed to do with either their kids or with their husband or something familial within their family mm-hmm. in the area of the arts or ministry. And my thought is that probably that they're, they're pretty intimidated by that. What advice or encouragement could you give a parent that's in that point right now? I mean, I would just say, be sure you're covering your life in prayer and covering your children in prayer. Um, this whole situation with the group beckon wasn't anything that either of us was seeking out. Um, it just came to us, but I don't believe it was an accident. I believe it was because we were submitted to what God wanted in our lives and willing to do the tough things, you know, just being real and, um, honest with who we were. And then just through doing that in our everyday life, this opportunity came to us. And um, so I think just really trusting that God has your every step in his hands and covering your family in prayer. And the opportunities will come that are supposed to come. And, Mm. you know, when they come along, you can pray about it and, you know, decide from there. But I do believe he's going to bring the things along that are your heart's desires. And Sometimes he will pleasantly surprise you with just an even bigger thing that comes your way. So that's awesome. <clears throat> what um what would you say to the parent out there that like is you know really in the groove of soccer pageants? Of Brad used to be in pageants, um, those kinds of things, and and you feel a tendency to kind of find some of your identity and your kind of what what speak to that? Because I mean, I think Brad's right. <clears throat> well, I know he is because we've we've been through it together. <laughs> yes, we have. <laughs> is that there there can be a tendency to kind of find your identity in your kids sometimes. And I know that you've had to struggle mm-hmm. with that, not because it's a problem for you, but because mm-hmm. that's it's a natural tension of like you wanting the best for your kids and wanting to represent the family well and that kind mm-hmm. of thing. So you've had to you've had to deal with that. 
Uh, what yes. would you say to that parent out there? I mean, I would say to be careful that you're not forcing your kids to do stuff that they really don't want to do. Because like I said, um, my other two children do a lot of acting and mm-hmm. commercials and movies and things. And I'm always trying to stay on top of myself like, okay, do they really want to do this? Or am I forcing them to do this? And just always trying to keep myself in check. And I've just... Um, you know, I, I regularly go to them and ask them, listen, do you want to keep going with this or not? You know, cause I, I don't want to put all this energy in cause you know, the parents have to do a lot to drag their kids yeah, around to do. practices and rehearsals and commercial sets and whatever. Um, and so you just, and then I've worked in the school systems too. And I, I talk to kids and it's really hard for me to hear some kids say, you know, I don't even want to be in gymnastics, but my mom makes me go. And that breaks my heart because, I mean, I'm not saying it's wrong to, you know, have your yeah. kids try some things, but if they're having to go like five times a week and they're just getting burnt out, I think that's a real danger um, to just society in general right now with all the travel sports and things like that. Um, it's intense. Oh man. I know my husband and I, we just... We just told ourselves we're not doing the whole travel thing because um, I'm not saying anything against it, but I think yeah. each family has to take a look at their situation and say, is this best for us? You know, and mm. we just simply didn't want to dedicate that much time as family <clears throat> to running kids everywhere. Um, I mean, we stay busy enough, but. Yeah. I mean, yeah, saying yes to something is saying no to something else yeah. always. And it's, you know. Brad didn't want to do the pageants, but your mom made you. (laughs) And I mean, you look back at those photos now of you walking down the (laughs) the platform, holding the trophies. (laughs) You don't regret that, do you, Brad? You know, I I just think you forgot your medicine. I don't know. Um, I didn't. Shall we show the camera all the little... uh, (laughs) All the lovely pageants. The the crowns. (laughs) The crowns in your office drawer. (laughs) No, I, I, in all sincerity, I mean, it's, it is... I think that's a really important message, Aaron, to not force your your kids to do something. I mean, I think it's important to to try things out, you know, and yeah, I to mean, keep them active. But yeah. we can way overcommit our family. Well, here, sometimes. here's <clears throat> I mean, here's sort of the the unstated, obvious truth that I'm kind of dancing around on this interview. I think there are very few moms and teenage daughters who could work together. Like I just there aren't that many. I mean, the, the teenage years are incredibly uh, difficult. And so 15, 16, 17-year-olds are, are forming their own identities and they're, they're rebelling and they're sort of establishing their own um, separate life from the family. And that tension in those, those things that develop in a lot of homes is really, really hard to overcome. And so I've been impressed watching you guys work through those tensions. I'm not saying they don't exist because we're all human and you guys uh, have have worked through a lot of stuff. But the fact is you both want to be here and you're both working towards something together and you're both uh, Christian. And so the effort isn't just about your career. It's not just about uh, becoming famous. You actually have a desire to honor God with the talents that he's given you. I, I think that's pretty remarkable. I do too. I mean, really. It's hard stuff. This isn't this isn't a casual commitment to say, you know, we're going to be a band together. And I know that we've <clears throat> we got to wrap here, but I, I know that you know we focus a lot on parents. But Addie, for you to to go, you know what? I'm gonna. I don't know many teenage. I, I know my daughter's the same age as yours. I don't think that my daughter would go. I'm gonna join a group with my dad. <laughs> like I mean, 
That, I mean, that if I was jam there, with Robert. I, I, I would think the same thing <clears throat> if I was there. But, you know, she's well, just extra cool. Ah, uh, nice. <laughs> she always has a way of cutting me down. But it does take some maturity on your side, and I'm yeah. sure you've learned a lot about yourself and, like, going, this could be – I'm going to look beyond the, the typical high school prejudice of, like, parents over there, kids over here, or teenagers over here. So that's – I think that's to be applauded as well and yeah. shows a lot of maturity on your part. I'm excited for her to be able to go on tour because she did church things when she was recording music, but she hasn't done like the outdoor festivals like when we were in mm-hmm. the rubies and stuff. She has no idea. <laughs> <laughs> the chaos. Says yeah. the veteran. Yes. The weather. Yep. Yes. <clears throat> well, I mean, I think there's an adventure to this. You know, I think uh, parenting can sometimes dry up a little. And become sort of this really tense thing in the teenage years, and and there's a lot of uh, walking on eggshells and stuff in in families, especially between moms and daughters. Um, it's just you know it's very common, and so for you guys to be able to embark on an adventure together, like starting something new, and and really allow yourselves both to grow in a different way than you've ever had to before, it's pretty inspiring. I, I got to believe there are moms out there today listening to this podcast who have a sort of a dream in their heart and they may have given up on it and felt like maybe they'd outlived it or that God just never, they didn't understand what God was telling them. I want to encourage them to press into that a little bit and pay attention and look around and, and ask God, what is that going to look like in my life as my kids get older? Hmm. I agree. Well, it's been wonderful having you guys in the studio. Yeah, thanks for Proud of us. both of you for, for doing what you're doing and just hoping the best, wishing the best, and believing the best that uh, you've got great days ahead. So uh, before we totally sign off, where would <clears throat> where would fans find your music? Where is that going to be? I know you're getting ready to release a single, so. I think it's going to be on Spotify and like iTunes, like the Apple Store and stuff. And how do you spell Beckin? B-K-E-N. And we do have a website, beckinmusic.com. Okay. Beckinmusic.com, B-E-K-E-N, music.com. As so. well as an Instagram page. Yep. Is it Beckin Music on Instagram? Is that what it's called? I think. So social media, Facebook, Instagram, and online. And, and of course, uh, I assume that you'll be out there doing some shows. So if there were people that heard us that were... Uh, in a church and looking for a really interesting mom's or mother-daughter event in their church, this would be an ideal connection for you. Yeah, we would be happy to come. We're excited. (laughs) Awesome. Robert, any last thoughts? You're the wise older man here in this room. You know, I, it's been a great season and um, I just, I've learned a lot and I'm, uh, I think that it's really important for if you, if you've gotten anything out of this, to go back some, you, you know, even though Brad and I didn't know what we were doing, especially at the very beginning, and we still, it's questionable. Um, there's been a lot that we've been able to to get out of these episodes. So so there's there's a tremendous archive. How many fifty episodes now or something or sixty seven sixty seven episodes. So um, we we appreciate you listening and and being a part and just don't be afraid to help support us because um, we are. We are kept alive through the donations of those that um, so generously give. So thank you for being a part of it. And um, we love doing this. So uh, without uh, saying goodbye, we'll say see you later. Season six will be coming. God bless. Be encouraged, parents. You are not alone. 
In Paul's letter to his son in the faith, Timothy, he writes, But I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed, and I am convinced that he is able to guard until that day what has been entrusted to me. Brilliantly Brave Parenting wants to be an encouragement and support that parents can rely on. Would you consider liking us and sharing us with a friend? As a part of the Tween Gospel Alliance, we are a nonprofit organization dependent on the support of friends like you. Thanks for stopping by. We'll be right here next week. Well, we're very excited to announce a partnership with the guys that we know from Boise, Idaho, Robert. Yes, we are. New release today. They're fantastic. Very, very relevant for what's going on. If you want to discover new music in the Christian realm, that's kind of the only place to go. Yeah, and not only do they have amazing music and amazing reviews and just a lot of information about Christian artists, but they are creating with us a brand new devotional product. Call it IRL Resources. Do you know what that stands for, Brad? I found out. You did? What does it stand for? It stands for In Real Life. That's exactly right, Brad. Very good. In Real Life, because a lot of times we have these standard devotionals that you know that, that we see, and, and we thought that it would be kind of cool to use their expertise in Christian music, couple that with actual scriptural and devotional thought that digs you deeper, not only into the song, but incorporates it into real life. And so it's a very vibrant and very awesome resource for families and for pastors. Yeah, and so if you uh, have a preteen or a teen in your home and you're looking for a new devotional to do weekly, we have a digital subscription online at irlresources.com. It's very inexpensive. The first study is free to check it out. There's nothing to lose. You should go there and see what's the latest thing in Christian devotional. Absolutely. You won't regret it. What our kids believe is going to define them for a lifetime. According to George Barna, by the age of 13, what a kid believes is what he'll die believing. For parents and for pastors, that's a frightening experience, especially if you've got an 11 or 12 year old. At the iShine Ministries headquarters, this became a huge priority in the last year. We partnered with the Tween Gospel Alliance to bring you a brand new resource known as the Shock and Awe Study Guide. And I'm here with one of the co-founders of this entire program, Robert Beeson. Can you tell us what is the Shock and Awe Study Guide? It is awesome. More than that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> The Shock and Awe Study Guide is a super cool thing that either a parent can do with their kid or a youth pastor can do with their students or a children's pastor can do with their students. And here's the cool thing about it. It is apologetics for kids. So it's the really huge evidence and thoughts of apologetics wrapped in a way that is really tangible and simple for kids to understand, answering four primary questions. And they are, what if there's a God? What if the Bible is true? What if Jesus is who he said he was? And what if I'm part of that plan? And we believe if you can answer those four questions and you are drawn through evidence proving those four questions that really it's going to it's going to establish a pretty unshakable foundation of faith that sounds very helpful especially if you're a parent or pastor and you're concerned about the condition of your child's faith what they believe what the voices of culture are telling them if that's you and you're interested go to ishinelive.com and check out in our web store the shock and awe study guide it has a digital cloud video base so it's four studies in a small paperback volume for nine dollars and it has four videos that go with four studies it can be done in a weekend it can be done over a month or it can be done bi-monthly however you need it it is a fantastic resource that i have used as a pastor in my own home church and i have been impressed so check it out check it out